Well, hello, survivors, warriors, comrades, allies, morgies. Welcome to More Morgulons. I'm the host of More Morgulons, Crystal Clear. Those of you out there who have Morgulons disease, you already know that this disease can make you an outcast. It can brand you as a nut, isolate you and edge you out to the margins. One thing it cannot do though, is make you a victim. I am no victim. Yes, perhaps we cannot help but be sufferers, but we don't need to be victims. No, no. We are what we say we are, which is winners and morgies. And to those who don't like the name Morgulons, I get it. Certain labels start to carry more and more baggage year after year. That's how shell shock became combat fatigue and then became PTSD. That's how Cripple became handicapped, and that's how Drunk became alcoholic. But that's all semantics. And frankly, I think that such a mysterious and rare condition as a Morgulons should continue to go by its most well-known name. I continue to be surprised by how many people have never heard of Morgulons. Although I'm also surprised continuously by the number of people who have. I just recently met a nice young woman from Bumblefuck, Georgia, out in the country somewhere. I don't really believe that anywhere exists outside of Atlanta in this state, or I choose not to. But her best friend and her best friend's boyfriend got Morgulons uh, about a year ago. They first thought it was scabies uh, and then started wondering what the hell was going on when it didn't respond to any treatments. Sound familiar, audience? So many unanswered questions. I can't wait to find out the ultimate survey results of Jeremy Murphy's of Morgulon Discussion Group's podcast, what those results reveal. I wish there were more questions on it, like if you have been diagnosed with cancer, which 22% of respondents have been to this survey, um, which is an unusually high rate as compared to the general population at 4%. I really wish we knew what type of cancer. Was it lymphoma? Was it melanoma? Was it corona? Now, Corona's not a cancer, it's a virus, but I'd be very interested to know about Morgie's experience with COVID-19. Did you get it? Did you get sick? Did you get hospitalized? Did you die? If you died, why the hell are you still listening to this podcast? There's better things to do in heaven. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, an eternity with me and Morgulons down in... The tropics, Hades. Well, it sounds like it could be worse. I mean, that at most this has to be purgatory. This is a anteroom to the afterlife. All right, I want to cover a couple of different topics today on today's episode, uh, the fourth of a new season, season five, the season of the witch. No, um, yeah, I do want to talk about. <laughs> A new market analysis report available online for the Morgulons disease market because, you know, the Morgies are a big piggy bank for Big Pharma um, and every other charlatan snake oil salesman and hack functional chiropractor uh, in America and probably elsewhere. But um, and also just share some interesting anecdotes from a friend, a dear, dear friend. Tomfy, tom, 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 t
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A couple of things that I found on the internet recently. One of them is an article from the digitaljournal.com. Okay. Uh, it was published September 14th of this year. Dr. Omar Amin shares path-breaking research in the book, quote, Morgulon's Disease and Neurocutaneous Syndrome, Cases in Recovery. Remember this guy? I have an episode from way back in some season called Neurocutaneous Syndrome. And it is about basically this guy because he's the one who's pushed forward the idea that dental sealants are what causes morgulons. I mean, it's not a bad theory. I've had dental sealants put on my teeth at least twice. And like I said, this infestation, infection, whatever you call it, seems to emanate from my oral cavity. Um, but let's hear about his book. So Dr. Omar's book, Morgulons Disease and Neurocutaneous Syndrome, Cases in Recovery, is now out. The book is an in-depth analysis on Morgulon's disease that incriminates, quote, delusional patients as having imaginary external and or internal symptoms that feel like parasite movements, dismisses them as psychiatric cases, and confuses cause with effect. What? The book records the doctor and his team's research on over 1,000 delusional patients since 1996 at their Parasitology Center Incorporated. Oh, you motherfucker! So I thought this guy had blamed it on dental sealants. Now he's saying we're crazy. All right. Get your pens and your stamps ready. We need to write a letter campaign. You guys probably do that online now, right? Isn't that called getting like doxxed or something? I don't know. I've been on the internet once. But do something mean. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do anything mean. Uh, this guy can't help it. He's an idiot. Uh, they established that the symptoms of crawling and pin pricking are caused by toxicity from exposure to incompatible dental materials, among other toxicities, that alter the propagation of normal nerve impulses. It is not a parasitic condition. Really? Oh, really? <sighs> Also recorded our observations that external parasites, organisms, including springtails, columbola, other arthropods, bacteria, and fungi, represent only opportunistic infections of skin sites compromised by the toxicity disorder involving the elimination of toxins through the skin. So, wait. <laughs> back up! Back up! It's either psychosomatic, meaning it originates in your head and causes symptoms in your body, or it's somatopsychic. I don't know if that's a word, um, but or the reverse. It's it's a real body disease that gives you mental symptoms. But he's saying that, yeah, although we have found parasites and organisms, what, uh, including bacteria and fungi, columbola. That's another internet myth, I believe. Other arthropods like ticks and stuff represent only opportunistic infections of skin sites compromised by the toxicity disorder. If it's a toxicity disorder, it's not a mental disorder. That's an organic brain disease caused by a toxic poison. I mean, this is so pathetic. The conclusion drawn was a new pathological disorder, neurocutaneous syndrome, primarily associated with dental toxicity, to which delusional parasitosis and Morgulon's disease cases could be assigned. The team has developed a protocol for the resolution of the symptoms of NCS cases. When followed, all symptoms of NCS conventionally misdiagnosed as delusional parasitosis are invariably and irreversibly resolved. Really? Prove it. 
You can take all my teeth out. I bet I'll still have morgulons. Dr. Omar Amin is a remarkable human being with so much knowledge that extends well beyond the topics that are assembled in this book. He is a remarkable human being. We can tell this is a pretty unbiased review, can't we? Uh, did he write this? He possesses the knowledge of a well-organized library. I hate those chaos libraries. Uh, with various sections on scientific research, philosophy, poetry, wit, <laughs> medicine, politics, Egyptology, world literature, architecture, gardening, gastronomy, that's cooking, guys. Classical music, arts, sports, etc., 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 etc. All written in several languages, English, Arabic, hieroglyphics, French, and Spanish, says a spokesperson for Dr. Omar, also named Dr. Omar. Uh, Dr. Amin, that's Amin Omar, or Omar Amin, I don't know, it doesn't fucking matter, is a world-renowned parasitologist. He's actually not, guys. Do a little Google search on this guy's name, and you'll see that he's kind of a crook and a quack. Uh, born and raised in Egypt, he grew up in a family of famous physician and a mother with roots in the royal dynasty of Turkey. So the guy's a narcissist. Dr. Amin was introduced to classical medical traditions in his father's clinic and later practiced at the U.S. Naval Medical Research. He pursued additional graduate degrees in the U.S. at Arizona State University. Ooh, that's where Tomfi 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 went. And became an honorary naturopathic doctor. An honorary naturopathic doctor. So he's not an MD, guys. <laughs> at the University of Natural Medicine in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He is known as an attentive student scholar of 5,000 years of Egyptian medical practices to up-to-date knowledge. What I'm hearing is that he worships cats. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this is bullshit. He's currently working on joint research projects and collaborative agreements with scientists from India, Pakistan, Vietnam, Egypt, Tunisia, South Africa, Burkina Faso, Nigeria, Iraq, Iran, blah, 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 blah and various states in the USA. For more information, please visit uh, Media Contacts, company name, Parasitology Center. If it's not a parasite, why does he run the Parasitology Center? Perhaps because he was first trying to make money off of Morgies by saying it was a parasite. Now he's turned against them and saying that they are delusional, yet at the same time saying that they have an actual physical toxicity problem that's causing their psycho symptoms. You guys, this guy is a dumbass. Dumbass. Okay, so I just want to share that. Debunk the stupidity of it. Um, let's just look into one more thing before we call it a night, guys. Um, this is cray cray. Cray cray. Remember in uh, back in December or on, around New Year's, I read you about Morgulon's disease market, uh, the overview and segmentation on biospace.com. Well, guess what, guys? Um, there's a new one out. This is, so this is cray cray, but um, this was published in June 2021, 350 pages, Global Morgulon's Disease Market, Industry Trends and Forecasts to 2028. Global Morgulon's Disease Market by Symptoms, Intense Itching, Crawling Sensations Under the Skin, Spontaneously Appearing, Slow Healing Lesions, Seed-Like Objects, Granules and Black Specks, On In Skin, Fuzz Balls, On In, Intact Skin, Fine Thread-Like Colored Fibers Beneath or Extruding from the Skin, Life-Altering Fatigue, Neurological Impairment, Visual and Hearing Changes, Brain Fog and Diminished Higher Cognitive Abilities, Hair Loss, Gastrointestinal Changes, Muscle Aches, Joint Pain, General Malaise, Dental Deterioration, Sleep Disturbances, Psychiatric Manifestations, Difficulty Concentrating, Short-Term Memory Loss. Okay, 
Woo! To hell in a handbag with the kitchen sink. You guys, I just got lesions. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but I just have lesions. Um, also, he's saying that the treatments, this, this report, sorry, this report is saying treatments are olanzapine or Zyprexa and Pimazide, which is another antipsychotic. They're both antipsychotics. Um, <sighs> yes, okay. Uh, a route of administration, oral, intravenous. You're giving me IV antipsychotics? Yeah, I'm sure I won't have Morgulons anymore. I won't even be fucking conscious. Um, you guys, if you've never taken an antipsychotic before, and I'm sure many, 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 many of you have, if you have uh, Morgulons, but if you haven't taken one before, these things are fucking hardcore. It's like a manacle on your brain. It puts your brain in handcuffs and says, sit down. Don't think. Just be compliant. And your brain will be, because it'll just be like, Shit makes you tired. It makes you fat. And it makes you dumb. No offense to anyone who takes antipsychotics at a dose that they can handle. I'm just a pussy, I guess. And I don't personally um, think that those drugs are great therapeutics. Uh, They don't do a lot of good, and they definitely do a lot of bad. But that is just my biased opinion. Distribution channel. Hospital pharmacies, retail pharmacies, online pharmacies, country, U.S., Canada, Mexico, Peru, Brazil, Argentina, rest of South America. Why would you even say that? Like, just say South America. Germany, Italy, U.K., France, Spain, Netherlands, Belgium, Switzerland, Turkey, Russia, Hungary, Lithuania, Austria. I could go on, but before I do, let me just say that this list looks almost identical to the demographics uh, that map out my listeners to this show, who I assume are probably morgies in most cases. Um, but that's, that's just a little point I wanted to add. Um, then listen to this, guys. This also aligns with the listenership of this show. Australia, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines, Vietnam, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Kuwait, Israel, Egypt, rest of Middle East and Africa. Okay, guys, you, you know what's list, like missing from this list? China. China. China is not on this list. Um... All of China's enemies are (laughs) South Korea, but not North Korea. Like what? I mean, like, obviously there could be multiple reasons for that. But, you know, India, not Pakistan. It's just interesting. Uh, The Morgulon's disease market is expected to gain growth at a potential rate of 6.6% in the forecast period of 2021 to 2028. The rise in research and development activities is the factor responsible for the market growth. Really? 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 You mean the one fucking research study that came out this year by the Charles E. Holman Foundation that was of a case study of one person? So much research. Wow. Did other people do research besides this quackadoodle, Dr. Omar? Um, I don't think so, but okay. A lot of people started making podcasts. Thanks, Crystal Clear. Um, Morgulon's disease is a type of rare, controversial, unexplained skin disorder. Blah, 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 blah. The rapid rise in the cases of Morgulon's disease is expected to accelerate the market growth in the forecast period of 2021 to 2028. How do we know that there's a rapid rise in cases? Who the fuck? What kind of AI is putting together these market reports about Morgulon's? This is the second one of 2021. Don't you just love how the venture capitalists are swooping in to do their market research before the clinical research has even been done? You don't love it? I don't either, but that's the fucking way America works, you guys. Ugh. Um, 
So this says, likewise, the rise in applications of drugs for the treatment of Morgulon's disease, increase in the cases of skin disorder, and the increase in government funding are also predictable to enhance the Morgulon's disease market growth. Furthermore, the rapid launch of new products and the rise in healthcare per capita expenditure are also projected to give to, to drive the market growth rate. So they're saying since healthcare is getting so fucking expensive and people like are increasingly being convinced that there's something wrong with them, they're much more likely to spend more of their income on healthcare services and products. Uh, yeah. Living in America. In addition, the rise in government expenditure, rapid technological advancements, and increase in the R&D, that means research and development, you guys, activities are likely to create various new opportunities that will impact this Morgulon's disease market growth in the forecast period of 2021 to 2028. However, the cause of the disease is still unknown, which is expected to act as a major restraint towards the growth of the Morgulon's disease market, whereas the lack of awareness regarding the symptoms can challenge the growth of the target market in the above-mentioned forecast period. You guys, we're a target market now. I don't know if I like being a target. Don't targets get shot at? So this report provides details of market share, new developments, and product pipeline analysis, impact of domestic and localized market players. (laughs) That would be me. Analyses, opportunities in terms of emerging revenue pockets, changes in market regulations, product approvals, strategic decisions, product launches, geographic expansions, and technological innovations in the market. To understand the analysis in the Morgulon's disease market scenario, contact DataBridge Market Research for an analysis for an analyst brief. Our team will help you create a revenue impact solution to achieve your desired goal. What the fuck is our desired goal? To give people with a disease we don't know what it is an antipsychotic? Intravenously? You guys... I'm telling you, these venture capitalists are mad men. This is what happens when you make our bodies big business. It's not just Morgulons, guys. It's basically everything. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into this, but this is actually a better and more accurate uh, market report that... Let's see how much they're charging. Remember the other one was like something astronomicale? Oh, it won't tell me. Oh, wait, here we go. Ooh, the price has gone up, you guys. For an enterprise user, one report, how much do you think it's going to run you? Remember the last one? I think it was like 5000 I just remember saying on that show, 5700 something like that. This one is 7000 You guys, data bridge market research. Interesting. And it's weird. In this like little write-up, they actually mention like the names of specific pharmaceutical companies that are apparently looking into this. And I've been thinking for quite some time because you know I used to be in clinical drug research trials for psychiatric and any other central nervous system disorders, including Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, or anything like that. The largest research center. In the state, and I will tell you one thing that I learned in my time there, and it was a great time, great company, um, was that this all exploitive bullshit. Yes. All the clinical drug trials for psychiatric drugs are completely invalid. Half of the people, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 95% of the people in these studies enrolled in these clinical trials don't even have the disease that the drugs are supposed to cure or treat. No, more often than not, they just got out of jail. They are African-American. They have housing issues. 
Um, and there's no other opportunity to make $13,000 in 90 days. Yep, that is what participating in a clinical research trial, being a participant in a clinical research trial in, on an, in an inpatient setting for something like schizophrenia can pay. You guys, hey, anybody out there who wants to quit their day job and become a clinical trial participant and doesn't mind being a guinea pig, getting sad, dumb, slow, and fat, because that's often what antipsychotics do. I would recommend this lifestyle. I would not recommend it. Um, but yeah, I'm just telling you guys, there are plenty of people that make a career out of being clinical drug trial participants. And they're some of the most vulnerable people in our society. But, um, you know, this was my thought. At least it pays them. The psychiatry field charges them for their quackadoodle, baloney, cockamamie. Okay? So that's just, again, my personal opinions. It is not meant to offend anyone. I know many people, many perfectly intelligent, sane, sexy, and self-aware people feel that they benefit from the practice of psychiatry and the products of psychiatry. More power to you. I'm glad you're being helped. I'm just talking out my ass about what I know in my brain. Think about that for a while and stay tuned. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh